Mood.tv Well, hello everybody out there and welcome to White Wasabi. The smooth sounds of White Wasabi Wednesdays are coming right at you. Where we talk about four-year-old animes and, uh, you know, how Netflix butchers them. Not animes about four-year-olds, though, for the record. <laughs> this is a bi-monthly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> biennial. Biennial. I, biennial. I told you guys, don't talk until I introduce you. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're supposed sorry. to be professional about this. Sorry. I'm supposed sorry. to sorry. something. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show that is White well, it is a show. Uh, it, it is sometimes shit, sometimes not. We'll leave that up to you guys to decide. Uh, this is Sensei Match with me today, as always, is EJ5000. You're allowed to talk now. I'm very excited to be here and talk about <laughs> Sword Art Online. <laughs> if you're if you're a first time listener um, and you're not sure why that's not, why that's funny. It's because we've done 42 episodes and they've all started with EJ5000 saying how excited he is <laughs> to talk about Sword Art Online. Next time, please, me first, then him. Let him finish up because now, now I'm down going into my intro. I think I think the funniest <laughs> thing ever is to explain jokes to people. So. <laughs> if you didn't think this was funny, this is why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, if you're not laughing, it's not because, you know... It's not because it's not funny. It's just because you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a pretentious asshole. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. The Gregor man. What's going on, brother? Besides delicious burgers. I'm all right. I'm doing good. I had a delicious burger. I was really hungry. My lovely wife brought me a burger. And I'd like... You inhaled it in profile for us. It was awesome. Eight bited that thing. Yeah, that disappeared like very interestingly. <laughs> it, it it went in the, the same way it always does. It's going to come out the same way it went in. How fast <laughs> you ate it. <laughs> On that note, let me say, ew, gross. And um, <laughs> yeah. So just today, ew, gross. <laughs> today uh, on this shit show of a show, uh, we're. Reviewing episode 21 of season one of SAO2, The Sleeping Nights. And if I could call on oh, our, our other our other uh, special guest here, um, who, who do we have in studio today, EJ5000, to uh, read the synopsis? I think we got one of those night D-bags that uh, they came up against at the end of the episode. Oh, wow. Nice. I hope okay. it's the big meathead one who's just like, I'm just doing my job. I'm a grunt. I was just doing my job. My God. It is him. What's up, jerk? I like to put <laughs> lizards in, in places so that I can look at girls. <laughs> yeah, we saw Creeper. Get your, get your ass kicked by a girl. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, no, she, she she messed you up real bad, but uh, I'm sure you're going to tell us all about that here shortly, aren't you? That's right. Are you guys ready to hear about it or what? Always. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro for president. Oh my god. Uh, well, Sword Art Online, Season 2, Episode 20, Sleeping Nights. On the 27th floor, Asuna is introduced to Yuki's Guild, the Sleeping Nights. 
which is Yuki, Seun, Jun, Techi, Dokken, and Nori. How do I know all their names? Because it says over their heads. It's a video game. They need Asuna's help in defeating the boss on the 27th floor with their party alone in order to have all of their names permanently etched on the Monument of Swordsmen on the first floor. Since they, will not able to, since they will not be able to adventure together after winter, because, you know, like, they're, like, really busy and stuff, so I guess, you know. I mean, well, I'm really busy, too, but I still make time for my games. Sometime later, Kyoko forcefully deactivates Asuna from the game. That's her mom for, like, you people who don't pay attention to the names like most of us. Commenting that the real world has priority over the virtual world, much to Asuna's bitterness. Oh, shit. The next day, Asuna and the Sleeping Knights clear the dungeon of the 27th floor and encounter a few players in hiding, including me, <laughs> before attempting to fight the boss, the four-armed giant. You aren't there, liar. After being <laughs> defeated, Asuna informs the Sleeping Knights that the few players that they encountered are scouts who specialize in boss raids. When they go back to the boss room, much of the raid parties gathered at the door, not allowing them to pass. That's right. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say raid party? Yeah, yeah raid party. Uh, okay, okay, cool. Continue. Asuna is fired when Yuki declares that they should fight to get the point, their point across. The raid party reinforcements arrive, but Kirito swoops in and blocks their path, and then, you know, cliffhanger blue balls. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you are so right. You're dead on. Dead on, sir. That was blue Just balls. like you were dead in the episode. Later, sucker. Later, guys. <laughs> 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 he was a nice boy. He's a good guy. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's just a normal person in real life. Yeah. I IRL. He's probably an accountant or something, you know? He's he just he's just trying to blow off some steam by beating up girls in a game. Doing his job, man. <laughs> he's just trying to hold down the door. Yeah, it's true. You will not get this door. <laughs> I, before we jump into uh, the the dead end guy, um, one thing that I found very very awesome and interesting at the beginning of this episode was the new intro. Did you guys actually watch? Sometimes I skip the intros. I think I watched it the first time, not the second time. So I watched it a couple like last week. Oh, gotcha. So the the entire uh, intro was these seven characters. Yep. There was nobody else that we saw, um, and it was kind of nice change of pace and focused in on them, kind of letting us know there's going to be a little mini-arc here, that they're they're the main characters now. They had um, teased images of the Sleeping Knights with the word Sleeping Knights in one of the previous episodes, but I think this yeah, was the first but one. But it, it was where the, it was. The, last, the last one of the last two had like just a little teaser of them on it. But this now is like straight up their show. Yeah, without a doubt. And I didn't even think we were going to see Kirito this time, except for, you know... I was hoping for it at the end when they were running in. I was like, Kirito better be in that pile. Kirito better be in that pile. And then they, like, cut to his face, not yeah. to spoiler. I don't, yeah, I don't want to... <laughs> well, we already said, you said it in the synopsis, so... True. I don't want to jump all the way to it yet. No, but I was still like, come on, please, 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 please. Yeah. And then I was like, yes. Yeah, that was, that was what's up. And it was, uh, you know, then they, they get into their... The whole mission... Um, well, these whole, all these mini stories just now I'm realizing are just like in-game side quests. It seems like for them, you know, like oh, I mean, or as view as a viewer, it's like it, that's it, this. These are just side quests that they go on while they're in the game until we get some sort of bigger story if if they go there. Indeed, yeah, which they might not, you know, but these are fun, and like yeah. that's why I think we get the change of the song in the beginning. Uh, you know, different mm -hmm. cast of characters for a little while, but something something that is a common thread in Asuna. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the series' main thread now is the real world Asuna 
and her yeah. mom relationship. That's the really yeah. Good. She she ties the whole thing together. Like she's the the only yeah, like you said, common thread across all the uh, the plot lines that we have here. It's it's pretty interesting the way that they're doing this, and they're, it's keeping things fresh. Yeah, and they're introducing new characters, and but they're yeah, only I guess doing instead, it, except Bob. She wasn't really involved in that. Totally. May, I mean, maybe this is her. That was that was Kirito's side redemption. quest. Yeah. This is her side quest. Going back to our original yep. idea that they are the two main characters. Yeah, yeah. together. You definitely see it there. Together they are, and that now it makes even more sense with her getting a full arc. Well, the episode starts with her hanging out with the sleeping knights, and she is just talking shit because they're like, "Hey, we're like buds," as as we said in the synopsis. You know, we're we're buds, and we we want to do one last thing because we're not going to be able to play this game very much more as we're getting busy, which is pretty practical. It's just since the stakes in the games prior were so big, you're like, no way, you got to. But they're just like a bunch of kids playing a game, so you're like, oh yeah, maybe they're just going to be busy. So that, that makes sense. Well, are you sure about that? Because in my I, on the Netflix side, it's the one chick who uh, the one who was doing the magic one. I don't know what her name was, but she was like the backup. Yeah. The one who looks almost like Asuna. Yeah. In in the Netflix version, she says, we can't play after June, and then kind of looks at everybody who's like, for various reasons. Yeah. I feel like... I, I think there's something else there. After the second viewing, I was like, I, I'm thinking something... I actually wrote something down, and I feel terrible about it, but... Let's hear I said, it. I, I feel like they're either a bunch of kids who are in a coma from the first game, and have literally yeah. only been in game playing different games and like found each other and they're all either like getting the plug pulled or something like they're all going down or I said or they're terminally ill. So that's my prediction for wow. the future of yeah. I feel like there's there was just yeah, the same thing. There was something in that and then she does a whole speech and they do a couple of like weird pans across the room and everybody's got like kind of the dark eyes and and so there's just there's mm. something weird happening. Okay. Yeah, there, there's definitely yeah. something there. I'm not, and they're I'm not awesome, sure is. which is also something different. Yeah, it's crazy that yeah. they're that they're that strong. Yeah, because um, they're at level. Oh, there's only seven of them, and Asuna again. She's talking shit. She's like, "You guys should never even try to go to a level to the floor 25. Well, it's it's a 49 person battle. That's seven parties of seven people in each party. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we do this all yeah. the time." With just the she's like, "Just the six of you." And they're like, "Yep." Yeah, they're like, nope, no sweat. I mean, we don't win, but we do all right. Yeah. So And, like, that's pretty crazy. So with that being said, I kind of, I can go with what you guys are saying. Like, these guys are definitely incognito advanced players to a certain degree, you know? Yeah. For some they're, reason. They, they would be considered beaters in SAO1. Oh, yeah, I forgot about True. that. True. Totally beaters, dude. They're totally beaters. Yeah. But I feel like, and I, I, like I said, I feel terrible for saying it. I just have a feeling it's something bad that, that makes them all beaters and all of them are going down together. Well, that's kind I of a recurring thing with you, Greg. You always this. think people, like, every no, time something happens, you're like, terminally Ill, Ill children are probably involved. <laughs> <laughs> the bus is late. Probably terminally ill children. I didn't say they were all kids. They're not necessarily all kids. The shield <laughs> guy might not be. The Kirito looking girl with the hammer might not be. Definitely not all kids. Or maybe they are. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just my thought. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's that's a good call. I, I think I think it's family obligations. I think we're going to see some kind of parallel to Asuna, um, where mm. you're going to have Yuki being sent off to a you know school or sent off somewhere or uh, locked in a dungeon or some shit. I don't. Know. 
But there's Might definitely right. something there. Yuki definitely seems suspect, but I think I don't. I don't feel that vibe from the other ones. But oh, I got it from blue hair because uh, if we remember back to whenever Kirito did or didn't fight her, because I don't think we actually saw the fight, but we kind of saw it in flashback. He's like, "Yo, I know what's up," but he hasn't said what's up. But he knows that Yuki is either special or we, he knows something's up. So we've been well. She says it to, to that, Asuna you know? at one point. Yeah, she says like, "Why didn't you?" Or why didn't you take him? And she's like, well, she, he found out my secret, and we can't have that. That's yeah. all she said. Because he knows my secret. Futanari. Yeah, you guys don't know what that means, but... Nope. If you're over 18, look that up. If you're under uh, 18, you geez. might go to jail for that, so... If you're over 18, I don't advise you to look that up. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, weird dreams. Anyway, so... Oh, man, what the hell? Yep. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Told you. <laughs> <laughs> so Asuna logs out of the game, or is about to log out of the game, but she gets forcefully, forcefully jacked out by her mom, who's like, Yo, you're late for dinner. And she's like, so? Strike two. Usually the mom's like a real dick, but if you know I was the mom in that case, I would have been like, Yo, you're late for dinner. And I, would tur- I would turn it off. She's like, it's not like the nerve gear. It's different. You can't just unplug me like that. She doesn't talk like that either. But you know, that's the vibe she was given. Yeah, and the, I You're mean right. the the mom, I, I'm with like she unplugged her and she's like, like you can't do it. Like why? I just did it. Yeah, shut yeah. shut up about it. The music is all dramatic, so it made it seem very yeah. weighted. Well, and, and then no, she we, doesn't go down to dinner anyway. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I'm not hungry. Which is another story that she she don't eat. Well, and then the mother is like, okay, and just leaves. <laughs> you were really that upset about her not going to dinner. You did all that, and then it's oh, I'm not hungry. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to do hamster style anymore, Dad. That's nice. <laughs> That's how it went down, man. <laughs> and then I think the next time she says, like, okay, we'll check in tomorrow or something. That's whenever they decide they're all going to meet and, I guess, make the first approach to the 27th floor. Yeah. Go through this awesome rainbow tunnel that's kind of reminiscent of some of the stuff from Sword Art. I remember some of the uh, dungeons looking like that. Get to see him killing some bad guys. Yeah, uh, Austin, it gets very surprised at how easily they clear through there. She's like, damn, yeah. you guys are really strong, huh? Because Asuna got some friends. Asuna got, got some friends. friends. And this is the first time we get to see them fight because we know yeah. that Yuki's badass and we could assume that her crew is not as yeah. good as her, but they all seem to be pretty good at their roles. Everybody's like good at their part, you know? Because they yeah. say she's the best. And now Asuna's basically just double backup, like, healing. Which is excellent to have if your crew is good. Yeah. They get to the door. Typical sword art door. Well, Asuna stops them before she runs. She's like, wait. Yeah, she casts like, the yeah. fishy spell. And they're like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Look at this fishy spell. <laughs> and then one of the fish hits an invisible shield that's shielding three. And then Asuna immediately recognizes their clan as being a boss raid clan. But just real quick, uh, Gregorman, it, her fish hit what? The invisible ball thingy. Uh, the invisible shield? Yeah, it was an invisible shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, then quick, you see like the spells. J- just for everybody else listening, um, it, is it is it a shield that's invisible, so you can't see the shield, or is it a in- invisibility shield? Probably an invisibility shield. So it's okay. not like you know if they just shot like a rocket over there or something over mm-hmm. you know whatever, oh. and it hit them, it probably hurt them. That'd be my guess, game wise. I would think so too, um, especially because a fish took it down. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Just <laughs> wanted to clear that up. Or it was a really fucking powerful fish. Looked like goldfish style fish, like the candy, or not the, you know, the cracker. I was going to say it almost, they almost look like a clownfish, but blue. Mm. They had a long fin on top and they're like, beep, 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 beep. Uh, I like that they were in the air, but they still swam. They yeah. Were yeah. That was a cool thing. They were like, dee, 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 dee. and they didn't deviate like higher or lower. They just stayed at their altitude <laughs> perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, visually so far, too, everything looked good, you know, because pretty run-of-the-mill up to this point, but, you know, cool backgrounds and scenery was cool, baddies are cool. That was a, That's a great point because, they, you know, they find these guys and I don't want to... Well, they put their weapons right away. Yeah, they're, they're, they're low. They, they're not trying to confront anybody, but they are super shady. Yeah. What I was going to say was about the visuals. Once they get into the boss room... Because those dudes, yeah, they're shady or whatever, but they don't play a big part just yet. They're just um, like, no, no, it's cool. You guys can go. We're sorry. Yeah, they go. Oh, oh, hey, sorry about that. Um, but the the way that the boss formed, where it was cubes, and they all kind of came together, and then mm-hmm. he like bursted Burst. out of like the cube figures. Dude, that was really really cool animation. I really enjoyed that. It was very different. Yeah. And in my notes, I have boss forming. Was dope. <laughs> <laughs> was dope because it this was. Is how, this is how I I take notes on this stuff. And the boss wasn't like overly different than anything we've seen so far, but cool. Yeah, two headed thingy, right? Yeah, kind of looked like. The... What do you have? Hammers or axes? I want to say hammers. I thought they were like hammers, but maybe they were an axe with a pick on the other side or something. But who knows? I gotta look at him closer next. Yeah, time. and we don't we don't see him for all that long. No, um, we get a. Quick cut to like the respawn point. Yeah, they, they they very clearly did not win, um, and they come out of the respawn point talking about strategies and weaknesses. How they got their asses whooped? Yeah, and, getting, getting what that move is that whooped. move fair? And did they is show said lizard? Right? They they gave us a glimpse of. I can't. Yeah, they, they did. I I noticed it. No, I noticed it the second time. Yeah, I think they do give a glimpse of it when they run in. As the door uh, closes, they show like a shadowy lizard figure with a glowing eye come in. Yeah. And I, because I, I paid attention this time because I was curious if you either see him form it or if they show it going in and they do. Speaking of shadowy lizard figures, if uh, any of you out there are listening and are <laughs> reptoids, stop. We don't like you. <laughs> Go away. Unless you buy stuff from our shop over at mood.tv, then buy away reptoids. <laughs> buy away reptoids. Enjoy it. <laughs> Reptoids have uh, indispensable cash because they are busy eating humans, so. Mm. Now back to our regularly (laughs) scheduled non-reptoid program. (laughs) White wasabi, not for reptoids. (laughs) (laughs) New tagline. We are not a reptoid-friendly show. That that shirt needs to be in the Boot.tv store immediately. I will buy one of those (laughs) now. Not for reptoids. (laughs) White wasabi, not for reptoids. (laughs) So... They they start going over uh, plans so and what. As soon as Asuna comes you, out, she pulls him aside. She's yeah, like, she drops out. the she drops a bomb on him. She's like, ah, listen, you guys got duped. You've been duped. So here comes my note after she tells him basically exactly how they were duped, which is based, you know, telling him about the lizard and how he can see everything going on and what they did, and they probably did it to him the previous two floors. The main little chick just looks down and she says, "At least in my dub." Those dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, I didn't didn't have that in mind. Appropriate. 
SAO World, it's a good one. Go to the nice. dub section and watch that one. It, you can just fast forward to that part just to hear us say it. <laughs> so I was like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is funny that Asuna knew that after they lost, but not before. Like, oh, did the, the, they didn't see those guys at all? I'm trying to remember. She said she let her guard. No, they saw them, but they yeah. she didn't see them cast that spell. She's like, I, I let my guard down too soon when yeah, they walked by them. And there were only three of them chilling there, so. Yeah, so well, she, she said didn't she notice. didn't notice the lizard until they were at that certain point in the battle and then, where we had yeah. the, the And then she only brought up the lizard and they gave us the flashback because the guy was like, well, how did they see us? The doors were closed. And she's like, well, there's this the high-level dark magic spell. Yeah. Greg, man. You know. How did he see me? And I forget that we podcast this because I do visual crap all the time and forget that we're not on YouTube or something. (laughs) I am a robot. I am a genius. So then we get this uh, kind of back and forth and they're, uh, what's her name? Yuki's very, um, she's very distraught and she's like, oh no, I can't believe we got, we got taken advantage of like that some crap like that uh and austin's like it's cool we're going back right now right now it's like it'll take it's middle of the day on a weekday it'll take him probably like an hour to get enough people to go in there to do the raid <laughs> like like an hour dude. and it'll only take us like 30 minutes to get back there so uh let's go clear that dungeon quick and let's do it again yup 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 and they get there and her timeline was pretty good actually she was off by a half hour because they get there, and there's about 20 dudes there. And yeah, she's like, oh, Maybe well, a little uh, more, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of heads there, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of heads, and she's like, oh, we're going we're gonna to go in. And the guy's like, oh, no, you're going to have to wait. And he's like, it'll take us about an hour to get people together. <laughs> so, including the half hour it took them to travel there, she she was pretty close. Plus she minus a half hour. An hour and a half. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and then we had uh, our, our special friend, who did the synopsis come in and uh, get his ass whooped? Yeah, oh, I guess not yet because she walks up and she's like, So, wait, you're telling me you're not gonna <laughs> let us pass no matter how nice we are to you? And he's like, Yep, pretty much. Yeah, this is a she's verbal like, okay. battle back and forth. A couple yeah, quips. And she's like, All right, well, then uh, let's fight. <laughs> yeah, oh, and she drops a great line which they really uh, hone in on, and we see it repeated in you know, in a flashback too. And I, I thought this was awesome. She's standing in front of this dude who's like two stories taller than she is and huge. She knows she's going to beat his ass. And she just turns around and looks at Asuna with this big smile. And she says, there are things you can't communicate unless you fight. Huh. Or okay. it, it might have it said clash. There's things you can't communicate. And then she says, uh, like, how deadly serious you are. Oh, yeah. And then she just whips that dude's ass. But I think like, my dub was, uh, uh, you know, the, or sometimes you have to fight to get your point across. And then she says, like, how deadly serious I am. But she kind of yeah. says that to him, but to, like, Asuna, Asuna too. Asuna, right? yeah. so you're like, oh, there's something, something's up. Something's something like she's that. trying to. Because then, yeah, it's a flashback, you know, 15 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> Asuna flashes yeah. back and is like, yeah, we should fight puts her wand away and busts out her sword so everybody all gets all bowed up everybody gets all oh, let's go because dude got his ass beat and she you know killed him right there like nothing um and they're all they all get uptight and uh start drawing their swords and all that crap 
And then out of nowhere, we have more from that guild coming up behind them. So now it looks like they're going to be surrounded. They're on like a bridge. so Pancake style. Yeah. Indeed. They're, they're going to get sandwiched right between these two. And then the hero of the story. Yeah, yeah he comes to show his little head. This. And I was kind of <laughs> like, I would have been fine without Kirito in there because like, I was hoping this team was just going to be awesome and they could handle themselves. But, no, but when they cut to how many people were coming down that platform, like even that was like, that's too much. Sure, no, it's but... Just like, as, at that as, point, I would have liked to just... If, if, if maybe they do that, but they would, she should have said, all right, but let's kill enough of them so that they can't do the raid. Yeah, and... And like, you know... Yeah. Even though we did see them in that first battle, we haven't really seen them... We've seen no, a little bit of them down. kicking ass, but yeah, we haven't seen them really get down. So I was like, oh, this is going to be them just like really opening up and we get but to like see it. like you said, it's more than 20 versus 7, soon to be, next episode. Oh yeah, sure. no, it would have been so, I mean, reasonable it, for we, sure. I think, we'll, I think we'll see it. Yeah, and then we, oh, we all watched ahead, but we're trying Wink. our best not to blow, blow the spot of the episode. <laughs> no, I, I have. I, dude, I didn't. I oh, stopped. right on. Good. Yeah. So I'll leave the discussion. Thank you. <laughs> 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 so as these uh the rest of the, the guild approaches uh they kind of pan toward the back of it and just being a hanger on you got uh you got kirito in the back there and he's just creeper kind of you know that that's kind of my style like when something's about to go down on the dude cir- circle around the back making sure that that flank is covered now nah, i'm just sneaking up on people to smack them um, <laughs> But still so arrogant he, as fuck, dude, that Kirito. He's like, oh, dude. I got this. Yeah. And he turns on the afterburners. Yeah, dude, he runs up on the side of the wall and does his nice little jump and flip in front of them, lands, and is like, I got this side. What up? And still nobody recognizes him. Like, he's the dude. Oh, no, Asuna does. Well, I'm saying, like, oh. you would think that he's the world-famous Kirito at this point. He's... Juan yeah. Bullet of Bullets. He was in Sword Art Online, and still nobody recognized. And his name is Kirito. Like nobody <laughs> fucking knows who this kid is still. But yeah, because we're going on years now that he's been just handling shit in these yeah. games, and you know, and there's no way that Sao was not huge news. news. Yeah, totally like, it had to be. People were so that two thousand plus people died. You know, so yeah, and I mean that Kirito comes in with the badass uh, ending there. Um, so I'd say great episode, great Great episode. episode. Agreed. And there was one, one other thing that I didn't notice previously, and maybe this is an, I don't know if it's a new ending or not, probably with the new intro, right? Mm. I wasn't mindful of it to tell you the truth, but I I don't, I don't usually either. Um, but I have these, these nice new headphones and I, I was watching it and I let it run to the end and there is Whoever the the woman is that's singing, she hits a note at the end that's so high. I literally had to take these like, <laughs> the headphones off; it hurt my ears. So, hat tip to you, Miss, because not many people can do that. That was that's phenomenal. Um, Victory. Little known fact: that end theme was sung by a cat. Ah. <laughs> that noise was actually just nails on a chest <laughs> <laughs> with auto tune. Um, just a hair. Oh, you know what I completely forgot? To take a break on White Wasabi. We'll be right back.
And we're back, everybody. Thank you for returning after that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how long the breaks are. Uh, Arduous how, break. How, what, what do we got on breaks? Like, what do you even do? I haven't listened to one of our own episodes in like, I don't know, like three days. It depends. Sometimes I find a, a clever old Nintendo or Super Nintendo song. Sometimes I find some old movie stuff. But it's all in the public domain, so you can't sue us, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that break, whatever it was. That public domain <laughs> snatch and grab. Just public, love domain. That public domain. <laughs> <laughs> I give you some public domain. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Pubic domain. Uh, Futinari. I'm, I'm just rambling now until we get <laughs> oh, to it. You're going to let it go. <laughs> Uh, are you bringing in stuff from another podcast? Nope. No, he said Foodinari again. Oh, <laughs> You're not supposed oh. to Google that you Googled. <laughs> that no, nobody, you, neither you, above nor below I, the age of 18. That there's you think a, I Googled. There's a slim majority of people listening to this who already know what it is, too. And, you know, both uh. shame on you and good on you. <laughs> that means you're real anime fans. Real, real quick, fucked up. <laughs> in, ca- in case you guys haven't noticed, we are dead smack in the middle of the bonus round. Bonus. Bonus. This is where we stop talking about five-year-old anime and we start talking about a little bit more current events. Might be anime, might be movies, might be TV shows, might be whatever the hell I want to talk about at that particular date and time. Right now, it happens to be this bullshit movie <laughs> that both EJ5000 and the Gregor Band went to see. How about you guys give us a quick, uh, just a little uh, uh, review on uh, whatever that weak-ass shit was that you went to see. So it's a sequence to the office. Don't speak, <laughs> No, just what you're saying. You have to say the title like this. A quiet place. Because it's quiet. A stupid movie. Uh, I gotta say, I like scary movies. I'm always in. I always, I always think they're gonna be terrible, like bad movies. Because they fun. are. Most of the time, they are. This one was surprisingly pretty well rounded as a movie, uh, yeah. with with only a few bullshit holes that all movies have anyway. So it was very touching at times. Actually, I thought Ew. it was well directed. Gross. Yeah. And uh, they show the monsters because you like you see the previews and you're like, uh oh, monsters. Uh-oh. The first glimpse of the monster you see is like, uh oh, this is gonna be so whack because it's like super quick CG and you just see it for a second and it looks totally whack. Then they show the monsters. Well done, yeah. well done, cool monsters. I mean, in my opinion, uh, Greg man, I I, en- I enjoyed it. Um, Speaking, going back to throwback to the beginning episode of Killing Children, like you said, it is rough. It's it's a it's a rough story. They don't they don't mess around. No mo, no holds bars. No no bars no, were no held. Holds. No bars were held. No and, holds uh, barred. So the movie surprisingly a lot better as a movie than I thought it would be because uh, I was yeah. going in just like it's going to be a shitty horror movie. I can't wait, you know. And the previews you think give away a lot, and it gives away just enough actually for you to. They only give away the first five minutes of the movie, and then you're already, like, you're in. Though I gotta say, I saw in the theater, and it is very quiet for a lot of it. And so the first mm-hmm. five minutes of the movie, it was maybe two minutes of the movie, it was very quiet, and you heard, like, <laughs> crunching the popcorn. And then oh, one the guy, step. like, cleared his throat, he's like, 
And then once he cleared his throat, everybody was like, oh shit, we better clear our throats right now. So like, there was this one gross like 30 seconds where everybody was like, and I was like, fuck, this better not be the whole goddamn movie. But it wasn't, thankfully, in the theater I was in. That's so hysterical. Yeah, because you know it I is the, the constant munching. Like you can hear everybody eating popcorn. And like, <laughs> for those of you who've seen it, I choked up. They had a Neil Young song playing, or maybe Crazy Horse. I don't know. And it was just there. There was like touching moments, which I was totally not expecting in the movie. You know, because you think it's all going to be like, oh shit, monsters. Oh no, but there was some touching parts too yeah i don't really like people touching my parts in the movie <laughs> i mean unless it's you know depends my, on the movie <laughs> my, my you know significant other or something <laughs> come on bro you don't like a a movie theater hj with the popcorn come on not an unexpected one <laughs> you'll you you like your hj's planned listen we're going to the theater and you're giving me an hj <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and for any of the ladies listening out there, um, nobody, nobody likes an HJ. Nobody. An old fashioned? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Good God, man. What are you, 14? Seriously. <laughs> I look like I'm 14. I'm with, I'm with Sensei on this one. <laughs> it's a, there's a, a card in Cards Against Humanity that's, uh, the card says, uh, what is it? A sad hand job. And anytime, <laughs> <laughs> anytime anybody plays that card, I go, Oh, but aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> so as far as like, if you don't like horror movies, I'd yeah, say, no, I'd say wait for it to come out on Netflix or something and give it a shot because it's pretty good. If okay. you don't, if you do like horror movies, it's totally worth seeing in the theater. Do you like monster movies? Like your Cloverfields or your uh, Aliens or, or Predator movies? Yeah, or anything like that? I think like Aliens. Because if you like that, I would say you should give this a shot. But yeah, you can definitely wait till it comes out. Because, you know, that doesn't take very long. Or I just won't see it because horror movies are stupid. I don't think it's horror. I considered it more a monster movie. But okay. More of a thriller, action thriller almost, you know? Yeah. Okay, well then, you guys may have... Uh, no, it's still right. They definitely marketed it as a as a horror movie. But oh, yeah. It's, it's more of a... Yeah, it's more of a... I'd say, yeah, like a thriller. So That's it's a good description. Uh, how was uh, Jim Halpern in it? He was good. I didn't realize he wrote and directed it as well. Yeah, he didn't write the story, but he wrote the screenplay and directed screenplay. it, like you said. And yeah. uh, not that I'm t- trying to take away credit from him, but I'm trying to give credit yeah, to are. whoever those dudes are. I'm just so trying to one up you, Greg. Really, <laughs> well, just, I just want to see does he does he actually speak in the movie at all? There is speaking in it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay. So it's not all silent, you know, which would have been a whole other thing. Um, Because this would have been, if it was, this would have been the second movie I've seen that he has no lines in. Oh, yeah, that, uh, what was that movie? Aloha. And he was phenomenal in it. And that was another horrible movie. Absolutely horrible. with that one. He's, I think he's great. I mean, so far, so good, you know. He's made good choices. And that, I mean, and the movie was directed very well, too. I thought the kid actors were great. His daughter in the movie is deaf, and she's deaf in real life, and he was very insistent on hiring a deaf actress. Um, yeah, I thought everybody was great. And uh, what's her face? I can't remember her name, but she's all- Emily Blunt. Amy Emily Blunt. Blunt, his new wolf, uh, wife. Is that really his wife? Yeah. In real life? Yep. Oh, wow. She's, she's excellent. <laughs> his wife in real life. <laughs> Dating deafly wife, I'm like 90%. Yeah. And it's funny, like, there wasn't a lot of jump scares, or if there were, like, it, they weren't obvious, but I jumped several times at just, like, squeamish stuff, 
Like I can just straight yeah. up say, like she steps on a nail, you know she's gonna step on a nail. You're oh like, yeah, everybody's like, no, no. Like you, like that time you could literally hear people in the theater going, no, no, yeah. no, no. And she no, steps no. on the nail, and like I kicked, I almost jumped uh, out of my damn seat. I was like, ah, yeah. like. And again, it sounds stupid as I'm saying it, but they build it up really great and really dramatically. It's uh, and again, it's not well without done. plot holes, of course, but yeah. a really cool movie. So and. It's making a lot of money. I think most money for a horror horror genre movie at this point. So, yeah. I know it's helping Paramount out. Nice. So, basically, it's the best of all the bullshit. Sure. That's a good way of putting it. I'll give you that. Why not? I won't. You're an ass. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was trying. (laughs) I mean, it's no, like, 8,000th MCU or fourth bad DC movie, but it is pretty good. Well, I was going to say, segue. There's already rumors and like people trying to make it happen, Jim, for uh, the new Mr. Fantastic. Really? If they if they bring, yeah. you know, when they if they bring those worlds together I would and have, like have to reboot that. Fantastic Four again. I saw some fan art of it already. That's, That's interesting. That would be really yeah. cool. I wouldn't picture him in that role, but he's great, so, you know, why not? Yeah, I think they... I don't know. They need to go a different direction. Uh, like the first three movies were uh, uh, the Fantastic Four movies. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. The first, yeah. the first Fantastic Four movies were. Excuse me. The first two were kind of watchable. Um, I mean, they I were. I want Chris deep. Evans back as the Human Torch. I want Captain Chris, America to die, I, and I want Chris oh, Evans yeah. to pop yeah. up as the Human Torch. One hundred percent. That needs to happen. <laughs> He's gonna have right, to bulk down for it, though. He can't be Captain America. I think they size. actually. I did see the. I did see like a four by split, and they did Jim, uh, Emily Blunt as um, oh. Mrs. Fantastic or whatever Invisible Woman. Invisible, Invisible Woman. Woman. Then they had Zac Efron as the Human Torch and John Cena as Thing. Huh. Dude, J- John Cena needs to be in these movies. I'm sorry, he's just yeah. too awesome not to be. Yeah, yeah I got to see that? Blockers. Actually, talking about movies, I really want to go see that. Oh it's yeah, apparently yeah. getting good reviews. I want to. He see made that an as appearance well. in uh, Daddy's Home Two, which I saw and wasn't as good as the first one. But you know, if you need to watch something with your mom, then call me. I'll totally watch something with your mom. No, it's uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's a good like family movie. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, you know. And he's in it, and he plays like a dick, but he's he's all right, you know. I like John Cena. He's I cool. love that guy. He's great. Oh, he's I want him to succeed man. in movies. Yeah, I want to see him be more, uh, what you call it, and more successful than he even is. Like he, he just seems yeah. like a genuinely good guy. Um, did yeah. you hear about the little controversy he had going on with uh, with Ford? No, the motor company. Hmm, no, no. So they came out with the, the the Ford GT, the new version of the Ford GT. It's like a four hundred thousand dollar car, maybe four, maybe four fifty somewhere in there. And they're doing a limited run, so they basically said, uh, in order to get one, you need to apply for the right to purchase one. And they were only going to like really they. What ended up happening was they went to all the famous, like all famous people, um, or people that had huge social media followings, so that everybody would see the cars and blah blah blah. But part of the deal was when you applied, um, there it was contractual that you had to keep the car for two years. John Cena got his and sold it in like under a week, I think. They said. <laughs> now, 
there's been a lot of back and forth, and some of what I've heard was that the, the contract is unenforceable. Like you really can't do that uh, in a in a car purchase. Like that that really, you know, once you own something, you kind of own it, and you know, or whatever. I don't know what the legalities. I'm not like some lawyeristic person or something. <laughs> um, but they also the one guy I heard talking about it. The one commentator was like he he had driven the car for a week. Um, cause he was doing a review of it and he said he was six one and his head was pinned mm. up against the, the roof of it. Like there was nowhere to go and the seat mm. doesn't move. Oh shit. <laughs> so the seat is in a fixed position. The back will, will, uh, you know, go back a little bit, but it doesn't move from its position. The steering wheel and the pedals move. Oh, okay. And the reason they did that was putting the slide rails under the, the seat, you would lose another like two inches in headroom. Mm. So when someone who's six foot one is already hitting their head, if you've lost more headroom, nobody would fit in that car. They said it's that the roof of it is 41 or 42 inches off the ground. Hmm. Jeez. Dude, that's so, like, that. that's like the height of the average midget. Like, that's, so John Cena could just, he wouldn't even be able to fit in it, like almost, you know? That's kind of what I'm thinking. He hasn't commented on it from what yeah. I've seen, but yeah, that dude's a house. Like, he's literally, the, he's the size of the front of my house. He's he's as wide as he is tall with muscle, too, yeah. you know? He's oh, a yeah, big, yeah. They strong have, thing. I think the WWE <laughs> lists him at six foot 250, but there's no way. Oh, no he, way he's 250. That doesn't account for the inch of... Or half inch of muscle on top of his head and under his feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the funny thing, you, you look at, you know, statistics like that or whatever, like, oh, he's this high, like, this tall, this, you know, uh, this weight or whatever. But the space from his chest to his back has to be like four feet. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Big, yeah, totally. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, of The Rock and the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, I remember he was questioning some magazine, maybe GQ or something, and they're like, how come you're never in the awesome cars? You know, he's like, I don't fit. I'm a huge <laughs> dude. So, like, if you go <laughs> back and watch those movies, dude. he's only ever in trucks and stuff. He's oh, never yeah. in, because he can't, he literally can't. Range Rover fit. is like the smallest thing he's in. Yeah, because yeah. he's not five foot nine like uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, which, he, and he looks like a big guy in those movies, but he's not, you know, especially yeah, they, compared they to. They shoot a lot of up angles and. Meanwhile, Crap. the three of us were like, yeah, I can ride in every car there is. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, not every uh, not car. A, there's no, some dude, there's, there's some cars I'd love to have that I don't fit in, <sighs> unfortunately. Um, Honda S2000 comes to mind. I can open the S2000 passenger side door without leaning over. Oh, yeah, huh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And every time I try and clutch, I drill my knee up. On the underside of the uh, steering huh. wheel, there's not enough room for my leg to go up and down. Otherwise, I probably would have had one of those, you know, because I could afford the. I'm not. I'm not like a huge car guy. I'm only five nine, but I've been watching that Sonic. Zing! Yeah, right. Uh, comedians and c- c- comedians and cars, cars getting, getting coffee. coffee. Getting coffee. Yeah, and uh, I really Some enjoy the aspect of that show you know because he has a different car every episode it's on netflix for those who don't know jerry seinfeld was this awesome guy who had the show called seinfeld for you youngins and uh he just interviews usually comedians and drives in a car that is 
for them. You know, it's it's loosely just based on what they would like. There's a reason. He has a reason for yeah, it. Yeah, he has his reasons. He and you get to see something. some really neat cars. And even, he's not an overly tall guy, but some of the cars that he drives in are too small for the people and himself. So I, I really find that entertaining, especially, again, if you're not, like, a car person. It's a good introduction into cars, I guess, that isn't too, like, it's not top speed, which is a great show, too. But, you know, it's not, that's that's inside baseball for somebody if you're not. Top gear? Top Gears, yeah, see, there you go. That's how <laughs> little I know. <laughs> which is now, well, the real guys from Top Gear, which are now on uh, Amazon on Grand Tour. So The American uh, dude? Oh, no, the British guys, right? The British guys are yeah, now on totally. it. Yeah, totally. And I think, that, I think BBC has a, a new Top Gear like crew. Um, but, I mean, that show was Clarkson, um, uh, Hammond, and uh, James May. Like, they, they're just, they're so, they work so well together. Like, it's you can't have that chemistry with other people. It just doesn't happen, um, which sucks for the BBC. Cause I mean, look, if Jeremy Clarkson wants a friggin' steak at the end of the day and the PA didn't get it for him, he is well within his rights to bitch slap it. Greg, man, am I, am I wrong here? You've done those jobs before. Yeah. I mean, that's he's, yeah, sure. The dude, dude was, he was, he was on set shooting for 18 hours and all he wanted was a goddamn steak when he was done. Was that what happened? And, I thought there, he... and, he, and he just bitch slapped the dude who was supposed to get it for him. Well, that was kind of like hilarious. the last straw, Well, not, see, but not for any good reason, but he, he was saying things that at the time people weren't so keen with over and over it seemed. And then that was like yeah, he, the excuse that they some, used to get rid of him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and which is the dumbest thing ever. The show had 300 million viewers across the world, and you, and you drop them. Like, yeah, and now people say now. way worse things, and don't. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a weird in between time where he kind of got. I think he, yeah, he that was unfair, and they're probably really regretting it, like you said. Yeah, and they're uh, the the guys like James May and uh, and Clarkson are friggin'. I'm sure they're making way more money with Netflix. Without a doubt, or excuse me, with Amazon. Amazon, yeah, totally. Without a doubt, but yeah, I, I enjoy. Uh, you know, I enjoy. Uh, I've seen what four episodes, three or four episodes. The Jimmy Fallon uh, two-parter of uh, Seinfeld with Seinfeld uh, in comedians and cars getting coffee. Phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. The uh, the Jim Carrey one. Oh, that dude's out of his goddamn gourd. I have one I missed, but yeah, that that, that was. I'm pretty sure that was that's the first one on Netflix. Yeah, I know. I just I, I think it was like the fourth one, but I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I, I somehow missed it because I was watching it with someone and then blah blah blah. But gotcha. excellent show. He, he is out of his goddamn mind, and you can tell there's there's times where like he makes Seinfeld very uncomfortable. Like it was the just, mask, man. He wore the mask, but they used a real the mask in the mask, and he kept it. And so now Jim Carrey. He's crazy, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, moral of the story is that the uh, the horror genre is dumb. Yeah. So, how about movies coming up? I know we got some stuff coming up this summer that I'm like, kind of anticipating that it's going to be something. Like uh, the Screw movie you, posters man. for Ant Man look amazing. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. What'd you say? I couldn't. The, uh, the posters for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, they look good. Super cool poster. I noticed in the movie theater, like you see all the title stuff at the bottom, big white page, and then at the very, very small, you see a little tiny ant and the wasp. Like you need to do a double take to really catch it. So super clever. Kudos to the designers on that. I haven't and, seen that one. I got to see that. Yeah, and that movie looks. I think that movie looks a, like a lot of fun. I don't know how it's gonna work into 
the two-part Infinity Stone thing. Infinity War? Infinity Wars, because, it, like... It might be a side quest, man. But can you just imagine they're like, the world's ending! There's alien! They're like, we need to rob a bank! Like, I, I want to see how they do that. I mean, I'm sure they will. They're going to acknowledge it, but it just seems... I don't know how it's going to work, so... Well, I'm curious. I mean, with any of these, like, large... Because, like, I mean, what, what you're looking at here is... With any of these Avengers movies... It's always an extinction level event, right? Yeah. So, but then you also have so many Marvel characters that are not present for these extinction level events. And then you have ones that probably shouldn't be. Like, I'm sorry, Black Widow is an assassin. What? Like, no. She should not be out there with Iron Man. She could high kick him in the face, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and he'd just laugh. Like, there's certain things like yeah. that, like logistics and stuff. Like, I'm sure she'd be great at whatever. Um, but Hawkeye you know, even, like, okay, yeah. snipe, but you got you got nothing, man. Yeah, like, there's legit super-powered people out there. And if you don't have that, like... Yeah, but they're putting them where they belong in the war, like the battle against the aliens. Uh, like, yeah. You know, that's all. That's the only... I, well, I don't, you know, you don't see them against... I don't see her anywhere near Thanos, really, in any of the scenes. No, and I'm I, I'm hoping that that's they keep you know with that, but you won't. Yeah. You know, it, I know what you're saying. Like how? Yeah, it, but they have to do that, otherwise it's going to be silly yeah, as fuck. Well, and that, <laughs> and then you also have people who, for contractual or you know whatever reasons, yeah. for licensing reasons, aren't there, and you know probably should be. Now I don't know about how it played out in the comics with with this particular storyline, and uh, you know I'm getting more and more away from. Well, they need they should stick to the comics because it is a different thing. It, yeah, it, you yeah. know, and uh, it's the cinematic universe, and, and I don't want to be that so guy. Many that, ah, that's not what it was on the comic. Yeah. yeah, and well, and everybody has three or four origin stories at this point. And, totally, you know, totally. Different people wrote them differently in the comics. Um, there's you know no continuity there. There's word on the street. Spoiler alert that. They give Thanos like this awesome weapon, and then he's just like pieces out because he's like, "Oh, I'll just go to a different dimension and fuck shit up with the weapon you guys gave me." In one of the comics, I don't see that happening here. I don't think that's the way they're gonna go. Probably, not. you know, especially because they so. we know someone's dying, and we know that uh, Robert Downey and or Chris Evans' contracts are not being renewed. Right? Is that definitely Chris Evans? So yeah, he's the one I know for sure. Cap's going down, man. So we hear, you know, that's that's what we're all. So I don't think the first movie, though, that would be a good cliffhanger for him to like. Is he going to be dead? And then second movie starts and he's dead because we know there's t- it's a two parter. So mm-hmm. to blow everyone's spot, if you didn't know that, it's going to be a big old blue balls at the end of that first movie, you know. <laughs> and we know that we have that Ant Man movie in between or somewhere in there, and we have this Venom movie, which may or may not be part of the MCU because Spider-Man is part of the MCU. I, but I don't know if this Venom movie is going to be a part of that. I don't that know either. Spider-Man Probably movie. not. I don't think it is. And Deadpool Cable is not supposed to be part of this universe, but that could be a cool fuck you to everybody too to like throw them into that throw universe in. in the second movie. So Especially to see Josh Brolin fighting himself. Yeah, right? Because he's Thanos and Cable. Yeah. Be, and by the way, the I, previews I'd for that really look like amazing. If uh, what I'd really like to see is him like the a crossover where Deadpool's literally in um, Infinity War and vice versa for like three or four seconds. They like, gets thrown through like a a portal or something and flies past Thanos in the movie. But you see him appear, oh, yeah. fly past him, and then disappear. 
and then when his movie comes out, it's part of that movie where he flies oh, through yeah. and then lands and, and is like, what the hell just happened? Like, where was I? Dude. I hope that, that like, somebody hears that and gives you writing credit because yeah. that is fucking sick. That's a great Goes idea. Goes through. I'd rather see him fall through like a dimension. Yeah. Get up, shoot once at Thanos. Nothing happens and he's like, man. And just calls back through the portal. Yeah, and then he's some like, Josh Brolin comment that. where he's like, that guy sounds a lot like that guy or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Exactly. laughs> yeah. Go go ahead and go ahead and Ryan Reynolds that up for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, things could be good or things could really break down here. They've been I mean, Thor was amazing. Ragnarok, I loved it. Black Panther was very good. I don't think it was I don't think it was on par with a lot of these other ones, but I get why it was so successful. And that might, that might be an unpopular opinion. Uh, and then well, I no, guess I, what I, I liked Black Panther and it, it was, it was very good, but I, I see what you're saying. I don't know that it, it deserved all the hoopla around it. Like it was a, the best MCU movie. People are calling it the best MCU. No, yeah, I don't think it was, but I do it's think not. that, it, you know, it was uh, historic and all that. I just like the, the, the grandiose fight Wait. scene looked fake as fuck. I don't. I don't think it was historic either. No. I, I, what What was historic about it? The African American cast. You know, it was an MCU movie, a superhero movie that was. There's been black people in other MCU. Oh well, yeah, movies. black people, but not 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 uh, a majority cast of any movie in a superhero genre for sure. I mean, we have Blade, but Blade was now, even that. The majority of the cast is not. Yeah, he was the lead, you know, you know, it was, it was, and it was trying to say something. So that was cool. But that aside, the movie wasn't, I mean, I I like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 more. I like Thor Ragnarok more. Absolutely. You know, and like the final battle was cool, but it was all CG, like all video game bullshit in this one. I felt in that one, you know, I was like, I wasn't pleased with the, the rhino looked fake. That train looked fake. But the story was good, and there was a lot of funny moments, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, it made the most money of any MCU movie so far, so I'm like, eh. Yeah. So, uh, until this one, this one has already pre-sold the previous seven movies that have come out. <laughs> really? Yeah. I saw that stat today when I was perusing the web. Huh. It's pre-sales. Trump, seven movies, the last seven movies. Wow. Well, on a, on, a less, yeah. on a less serious note, Super Troopers 2. Finally. Holy shit, yes. yes. Finally. I've been listening to uh, Chewing It. If you guys haven't listened to that, that's uh, Lemmy and... Uh, oh, no, I gotta listen to it. Yeah, great podcast, and they're just like promoting the movie, and they're ha- all the guys have been on it, so definitely listen to that if you want like little tastes of what's going to happen. And all the fans who have pre-screened it supposedly go in being like really cautious because they're like, oh, shit, I hope this is good. And then it's great. That's what as the word on the street is it's great. So I cannot wait. 420, everybody. <laughs> it's gonna get wild what a great time to be unemployed this month <laughs> like i'm i'm legitimately like i'm so excited that there's let me double check to make sure my wife's upstairs asleep there's definitely gonna be days where i'm like yeah i'm gonna go out and look for a job and i'm just gonna go to the fucking movies <laughs> like, fuck it <laughs> You'll get that movie pass, and they don't even need an excuse, right? They do that by you? They don't do that by me. I haven't even looked. I don't go to the movies enough, but maybe with, uh, maybe it, with the deal that the was going on, months. you only need to go once a month. Yeah, it makes it... And it's cheaper than going to see a movie. I Yeah, no, and I'm with you, but if I go twice, maybe three times a year, that's a lot. Hmm. 
I'm just not a real bit. I'm not real big on the movie theaters. I don't like crowds. I don't like people. I I have a half decent sized TV at my house and the ability to pirate shit. So I, I don't see the point. I'm a big fan of the new trend in a lot of movie theaters where you have reserved seating. Yeah, like that, that changed nice. shit for me, you know, because like, yeah, I hate crowds and showing up and then like, but if you have uh, down in the DC area, especially, you pick your seat, it reclines, you know what you're getting, and you got a buffer between everybody. You know, I'm I'm very with that. So, thank you, movie theaters, for finally fucking getting it right. You know. Yeah, well, and the other problem I have with it is most of the movie theaters around here, uh, we have AMC and a couple other ones, they're all gun-free zones, which I find to be absolutely asinine because I carry wherever I go. So if I can't bring my gun with me, I'm not going to be relaxed. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to enjoy myself. So They're not going to check. What are you going to do? If they do, just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now here's the thing with that. I, I would obviously never shoot somebody for those reasons. <laughs> you better um, say that on tape. <laughs> but um, but you're, you're right. I, I could just do it, and nobody would ever know. And, I mean, I'm, you can't get arrested for that. It's not. I appreciate that you want to do the right thing, though. Yeah, I appreciate like it's that. not it's not a law per se. Like, it's private property, and they're asking you not to come on you know, like the and they could sh- call a cop if they knew you did and say like and remove you. But they would that's arrest the only you. thing they'd ask you to leave. And, yeah, and then if I caused a disturbance, then they would arrest my ass. Um, yeah, yeah, which I would never do. Um, I, I carry for other people's safety just as much as I do my own. So, you know, then we don't need to get into a gun debate on uh, on a on white wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> that seems actually kind of appropriate with our name, right? Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. All right. Uh, that's pretty much all I got for today, boys. Anything uh, Anything else for the off-topic, the uh, bonus round? That uh, covers it. Yeah, as, I mean, as, as usual, check out Moot.TV, which is where we host our podcasts. Oh, word, uh, word. We are acquiring another podcast called Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, so maybe that'll be out by the time that you listen. Uh, he shoots films, records live on Tuesday nights on YouTube, so check out Moot.TV for information on that. As That's my boy Kyle, the cock block. What's up? <laughs> as usually, check out uh, as usual. Check out Greg and I's other podcast called "Let Me Ask You a Question" with uh, host Anthony, where we just wax poetic about usually perverted things. Uh, it's really generally fun. perverted things from the mind of evil mind of Anthony. And uh, on on the Moot.tv store, you can find we have backpacks, socks, T-shirts, all sorts of cool things. It's the best way to support us for White Wasabi and any of our podcasts right now until we get our shit together and get a Patreon going. Just but remember, yeah. they're not for reptoids. <laughs> but head over to Moot.tv or at Moot.tv on all your social media. Find White Wasabi at White Wasabi Pod on almost all your social media or White Wasabi Podcast email. Uh, Lemayak Pod for that show and Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up for that show. My personal shit, if you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, you can find me at We Are All Spies or at EJ Dukoski and check out WeAreAllSpies.com to see some of my artwork. How about you guys? Where you at? I'm at the Gregoman on Twitter. I started tweeting some stuff Uh-oh. like six times in the last two days. It's pretty crazy. Oh, boy. Because I deleted my Facebook. You are a snarky bitch on there. That's exactly what Twitter's for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. 
That's the same stuff I used to put on Facebook anyway, so I got rid of that, but I was like, I'll just go put that stuff on. Be, be on savage, Instagram, bro. Be savage. Twitter. I haven't started tagging people yet. Soon, when I, when I get the balls up for that, I'll just start putting the people that I'm talking about on there. Nice. Dude, start. I, you should start tagging people that aren't on there. <laughs> like like a dozen of them. It would Domino's be pizza sucks <laughs> at Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Done. I'm with it. I can do that. I'll just get blocked by everybody. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh so I got nothing else going on. Um Oh, if you do listen to any of Kyle Mocha won't shut up. You're referred to as uh, they they don't get your name right once Sensei match. He calls you like Sensei Mare or More. It's it's brilliant. So okay, so take so, a listen just to crack up with that shit. Because, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll check it out. It, it, it should be easy <laughs> or it should be funny to hear uh, what that little cockblock's got to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hear those stories on the next White Wasabi. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Which will be in two weeks to two months. <laughs> Because it's five. We're like the local cable provider. <laughs> New podcast coming every whatever I say. So. We'll be there before you're dead, but maybe not. <laughs> hey, you so. can go at any time. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> Listen to some White Wasabi. <laughs> Quotable quotes. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Uh, this is Sensei Match. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Mood.tv